This is LBC, leading Britain's conversation. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. Call 0345 6060 Tweet at LBC. Text 84850. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC. Four minutes after 12 is the time, and Mystery Hour is upon us. Your weekly opportunity to achieve the sort of satisfaction not ordinarily available on the radio anywhere else in the world. It is your chance to get an answer to the who, the why, the what, the when, the wherefore, the whither, possibly even the whence that has had you puzzled for the longest time, or just for the last ten minutes or so. It is the radio equivalent of those newspaper columns, the notes and queries, the... Uh, features where readers write in with a question, with a mystery. Why do we do that? What's, what's the origin of that? When this happens, why does that happen? Why, why, why are there only X number of Xs? You, you, you know the kind of thing. The thing that you know must have an answer, but you don't know what the answer is. Well, if you've got a question like that, we'll get you the answer by one o'clock. All you have to do is ring 0345 and tell me what the mystery is. What is the question to which you desperately desire an answer? There aren't really any rules except repetition and dullness. Uh, getting very bad at the repetition as I get older. Last week we had a question that you said we dealt with a sort of couple of weeks previously. But if I can remember dealing with a question relatively recently, then or if if... Victoria and Caroline, who are answering the phones today, can. Then we will politely and invite you to move along swiftly, ideally. Um, and dullness, similarly, is in the ear of the beholder. So if your question is one that you think is absolutely fascinating, but on reflection you realise that nobody else on the planet will be remotely interested in the answer, then it's probably not ideal for our purposes. Okay. Otherwise, I mean, literally anything goes. And if you hear somebody else ask a question to which you do know the answer, give me a ring on the same number and tell me what that answer is. If, if you're successful, if we're satisfied with your credentials and with the uh, nature of your answer, then you could receive the most sought-after prize in the history of British radio, a bona fide mystery hour round of applause. Uh, just calm down. There's no guarantees. You might not get any. But that is the prize that is waiting for you if you should you satisfactorily answer somebody else's mystery is that it i can't think of anything else i need to say can you 1206 is the time phone lines are open if you hear me say the number it means i've got a phone line free it's i mean routinely a ridiculously busy switchboard at the moment but on thursdays from 12 till 1 even by our standards of busyness things go a little bit bonkers so if you hear me say the number it means there's a phone line free i'm told that judicious use of redial is a much much more reliable way of getting through than almost anything else but i don't know why some characters manage to get on almost every week while others write to me routinely telling me that they can't i guess it has something to do with when and 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 uh, well when you actually hit the buttons i don't know there's another mystery one that will never be solved let's start in bishop stortford sean is there sean question or answer Hello, James. Yeah, it's a question, good. and I'm always lucky enough to get through. Good man. I know it's a funny one, though. <laughs> it is. Listen, I wanted to ask a question. Can you... Is it possible to fire a handgun if you're on the moon, or actually fire a handgun in space? What? what, what why, why do you want to know? I just wanted to know. Why, would, know why wouldn't it be? Well, I know you can fire... You see all these James Bond films and what have you, and you, I know that you can fire a weapon underwater. So... Is it possible to fire one on the moon? Well, there's no air, so you wouldn't get anything well, to there's ignite. No un- there's no un- air underwater. No, but there's oxygen. Can be fired. 
Well, yeah, but what what would actually happen? I don't know. With respect, mate, I'm I'm surprised you got on with this one. Sorry, mate. I'm very surprised you got on with this question. Hmm. Well, I'd say it'd be interesting to find. No, out I, I think I think that's a very uh, well. All right, I, I'm not going to be rude because sometimes when I'm rude, someone else will ring in later and explain why I was wrong to be rude, and it turns out to be a really fascinating question. We shall see. Dave's in uh, Flackwell Heath. Is that right? Hello, James. Hello, Dave. Question or answer? Uh, question. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering, um, déjà vu. Why does it make you feel uneasy when you experience it? Um, it's just a bit weird. Have you asked me this question before? No, first time caller. Oh. You didn't see what I did there, did you, Dave? Oh, God. Come on, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Keep up. It's all going downhill. Well, 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 I don't understand what the mystery is, because if, if you have a sense that the thing that just happened has happened before, of course it's going to make you uneasy. Well, you know, if if you see, if you're trying to run away from something where you're in danger, yeah. I get it. But if I've just walked down the road and I've seen someone, I've thought, oh, I recognise them, but I don't know where from. I don't, I don't get why, why that matters. I, 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 I'm going two for two now on saying I'm surprised you got through. What? What? I, I mean, the, the, the déjà vu means already seen. It's a sense you have that something that's just happened to you had happened before. It would be a mystery if it didn't make you feel uneasy. Yeah, bit of an odd one. Yeah, you can say that again. Right, let's start again, okay? It's nine minutes after twelve. You're listening to Mystery Hour with James O'Brien. I don't have any questions on the board yet. I do, but they're both a bit rubbish. Nick's in London Bridge. Nick, question or answer? I've got a question. Pressure's on, Nick, mate. I tell you, if I get a hat-trick of rubbish now, heads are going to roll. Well, it's a genuine mystery. It's always, always puzzled me. Go on, then. I want to know, like, sloths, why are they not extinct? Like, they are... When you look at a move, it's like they're in slow motion. Mm. Like, there can't be a shortage of predators in the jungle, and they sleep pretty much all day. They're just a sitting duck, a big lump of meat up a tree. Why Why don't predators eat them? I know they've got big claws, but they can't swipe you. They literally are in slow motion. But they must be up trees in areas where they don't have many predators. Surely not. Well, they must be, mate. If you eliminate the impossible, whatever you're left with, however improbable, must be the truth. I'll make you right there, but is that right in the jungle? Surely there's all sorts. Well, where are sloths sloths native to? Do we know? Well, when I last see them, it it looked like it was Brazil or something. She actually showed you crossing a road. So, so central, so South America, Central America. So yeah, you haven't got, yeah. you haven't got. Have you got lions and tigers? You haven't got lions and tigers there, have you? No, but come on, some of the monkeys are real nasty, didn't they? I've seen them eat each other. Yeah, but I, I mean, it, just because he moves slowly doesn't mean he couldn't knock out a monkey. <laughs> no, honestly, they are like freaky sloths. <laughs> so like, start not... again. So, can a sloth knock out a monkey in a fist fight, James? Yeah, I'm sure it. Could. Well, there's your answer. There, you see. No? Oh, could a monkey? Yeah, a monkey could. Sorry, I thought you asked me the other way round. Yeah, no, no, a sloth, the sloth's much bigger than a monkey. It might, look, it might move no, no. slowly, but it, when it moves, it means it. Alright, an ape, then. You know, a primate. A yeah, but there's primate. just not enough of them to, to threaten them with extinction. The whole point of evolution is that you only develop in environments where you're safe, where your species survives. So, you know... Yeah, alright. What all right. predates a sloth? What, 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 what eats sloths? Well, I thought like, their meat must have been, like, 
toxic or something, you know, like you can't eat them. Well, they're, they're, I don't think they're, I think they're herbivores, so it'd be surprising if you couldn't eat a sloth. I don't, all right, then, so why, why don't sloths, why haven't sloths gone, gone extinct? Yeah, like a dodo, you know, something that's absolutely... Un- all right, you, ju- you just edged it. I tell you, if the standard of the previous two questions hadn't been so woeful, <laughs> absolutely woeful, I probably would have had a pop at you for that one, but given that it's the best question of the first three, you're over the line. Yeah, I'll take that. All right. All right. Thank you. Uh, Professor Martin Smith is here, uh, uh, Professor of Robotics at the University of Middlesex, presumably with an answer, Professor. Yes, indeed, James. Well, you surprise um, me, because there's been a, an unremittingly rubbish round of questions so far. <laughs> Not too good, have they? <laughs> you could say that again. Which one would you like to have a crack at? Can you fire a handgun on the moon? Oh, yes. Um, the answer is yes, you can. Oh. Uh, you don't need air to fire a handgun, you don't need oxygen, because the uh, gunpowder inside the cartridge case already contains all the oxygen it needs in the potassium nitrate, which is, uh, and a nitrate is uh, nitrogen and three uh, molecules of oxygen. Really? Yeah. And that would also explain why you can fire a gun underwater if you've somehow managed to contrive to keep the powder dry before the trigger hits the mechanism. Well, it is sealed. It's yes. uh, the brass cartridge case is pretty heavily crimped onto the... Uh, oh, oh the... I knew this was going to happen. So, I mean, that was actually quite a good question. Yes, yes, I think so. <sighs> got a new, I've got a new producer, Professor Smith. I was, I was trying to sort of subtly lay down the law a bit from this side of the studio glass, but she's only gone and done me. Round of applause for the professor. Apo- apologies also to... Who was the fellow that asked the question in the first place? A big, big apologies to you, to Chapin Bishop Stortford. Mark's in Walthamstow. Question or answer, Mark? Is and question, James. Carry on. The alphabet. Yes. Is there any logic to the way it's written, or is it just a, a bunch of random letters? <laughs> well... You mean random shapes and squiggles, because they're only letters... No, 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 the order, the A, B, C. D, E, F, G. The, so is there any logic to the order of the alphabet? Yeah, somebody said, OK, we have a, um, a load of letters here. Yeah. Let's make an alphabet, but is there any logic to the way the order it is written? Do you know, I really like that question. Thank God for that. <laughs> no, you should be worried, mate. It's the ones I don't like that turn out to be good. The ones I do like probably going to turn out to be rubbish by way of a converse. But it's, why? Alpha, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, a, a, B, C, D, E. It's a really good question because we're so familiar with it, we presume that there is some sense in it. But actually, they're probably, why, why, why would they be in the order that they're in? Is it so the song well, works? I know it is. I'm just sort of reiterating the question for the purposes of... Clarity. Why, why is the alphabet in the order the alphabet is in? I love that question. Um, why aren't sloths extinct? I still think that's a bit rubbish. And why do we feel uneasy when we get deja vu? I'm convinced that that is completely rubbish. It's 12.15. This is LBC. It is 20 minutes after 12. Why does deja vu make us feel a little bit uncomfortable? Why aren't sloths extinct? given that they're so rubbish at moving. Um, and <laughs> it's the alphabet in any logical order. So many comedians listening today have been in touch already to say, yes, James, it's in alphabetical order, which renders everything a little bit chicken and egg. So I don't know is the answer so far, which is usually where you come in. Uh, also, I don't know. I honestly don't know why you can't get through and some people can so so how does that professor get through when i try every week and can't i don't know i I just have to be patient tracy's in hemel hempstead tracy question or answer Um, i've got an answer oh excellent 
Oh, So, it, so, so it feels like a memory, but it isn't. Yes. 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 So it's going to make you feel a bit disorientated because you, it's uh, you, your brain's going a bit. Do you get it much? Uh, yeah, yeah. Occasionally. You should have said yeah when I'm listening to your show, James. Yeah. <laughs> Every flipping <laughs> day. Know, what are your qualifications, Tracy? Well, I asked this question about oh probably about a couple of months ago. I asked this one. And you said it was a brilliant question. I've gone, I knew that I'd done this before. Do you know, when it, when that yeah. question came on, I said that I said, didn't I? I said to him, haven't you asked me this before? <laughs> I'm you getting massive deja vu now, but this is not deja vu. <laughs> this is actually an echo of the real past, of events that actually yeah. happened. Did you get an answer? Yes, and you said that answer was the best answer you've ever heard anyone say on Mystery Hour. Really? I don't remember yeah. any of this. This is oh. terrifying. So I'm yeah. having some sort of breakdown live on the radio. <laughs> Tracy has earned you a round of applause. Oh, yeah! There we go. You live and learn. Rosalind's it or not, as the case may be. Rosalind's in Epsom. Rosalind, question or answer? Uh, it's a question, James. Carry on. My 13-year-old wants to know, a uh, boy, who's obviously a boy racer, wants to know how fast you have to go through a speed camera before it can't pick you up. <sighs> I, I, I think there's too many variables. What a lovely question. You need to keep an eye on him, though. He shouldn't be having thoughts like that at the age of 13. Absolutely. We were, we were driving through London uh, last Saturday, and uh, my husband was explaining about the cameras on top of the traffic lights. And he yes. said, yeah, but how fast do you have to go before it can't see you? It would be to do with the frame rate of the camera, wouldn't it? It would be... You'd have to go... F- I, I, oh, no, my brain I hurts. Don't know. That's, I, I said I'd ring you. Yeah, you OK. Know. I know. I'll put it on there. I, I like that. How fast do you have to go to be invisible to a, to, a, to an average speed camera. I like that. I, I, I like that a lot, but I don't know if it will be answerable. And obviously it's going to be a massive figure. I don't need to put out a caveat saying, please don't try this at home. It's, it's going to be something like the speed of light. I wonder if that is the answer. Professor Hall will know. How fast do you have to go to avoid being seen by a speed camera, to be invisible to a speed camera effectively? 23 minutes after 12. Thank you, Rosalind. Thank you, Rosalind's 13-year-old boy racer's son. James is in Woking. James, question or answer? I've got an answer. That's yes. a sloth question. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, they well, they live really high up for a start. They do. And all their dietary requirements is uh, where they live, which is handy. Uh, but they also allow mould to grow on their fur, which makes them really stinky and horrible. Uh, so most other animals wouldn't want to eat them. Shut the front door. If you were really <laughs> hungry, you're not going to care about having a smelly sloth, are you? Well, that's uh, that's the information I got from David Attenborough. David Attenborough, uh, what personally yeah. or just watching him on the box? <laughs> no, on the box. So no. sloths so are unappealing. Sloths are unappealing to potential predators because they're so skanky. Yes, basically, yeah. It was a very long time ago. I watched it, but it stuck in my head for some reason. I think it's. I, I, I think it's to do with eagles. 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 I, I think okay. their only predator is an eagle, because they live in a tree. Their only predator yeah. is eagles, and there just aren't many eagles around. Yeah. 
I think, well, stay there, because Pat in God All Me's got, got an answer as well. Pat, what do you think it is? Right, it's to do with the fact, and it's all interconnected, is that they eat a particularly poisonous plant. So therefore, they're actually quite poisonous to other animals themselves. And it's why they move so slowly, is because if they moved any faster, the metabolism would speed up, and the, their main food stuff would actually kill them. So um, animals can't touch them because they are poisonous to other animals because of their diet. Where, where, I, where did you get that from? My daughter's nickname at primary school was Sloth. She's obsessed with them, and um, it's all I've heard about for the last three years is Sloths. And sloth really? Is that because of Ice Age? Um, yeah, no, I don't know where it originated. It's Sid. It's Sid the Sloth in the Ice Age movies, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, she's just absolutely... I mean, at least it sorts out for every Christmas and birthday what we get her. She's absolutely sloth crazy. Sloth, sloth Absolutely a slob as you would say, but no, that, that's the reason why, and it also means that instead of them being extinct, is that they're an incredibly successful animal, because um, there's nothing there to eat them, and they're the, their main food stuff, nothing else will touch it. Except well. eagles. They've got plentiful supply. I, I think I'm between us... Sure, I'm not even sure about the eagles. No, mate, you're not having... I'm having the eagles, seriously. <laughs> no, I'm having them. I'm not sure... No, I don't care, it's my show, so I invented mystery, I'm having the eagles. You have the eagles. I'm having the eagles. And I think between the three of us, we've... we've, we've, we've so, James, I, I, have you heard the thing about the mouldy fur, Pat? Like, skanky sloths are inedible. No, the, the mould is there simply because that they they just don't move at all because it, it doesn't make them unappetising. Three days. For heaven's sake, James, no. mate, do you ever eat Stilton? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I don't like. Well, then you, then you wouldn't. But the rest of us do. Pat, you not you enjoy a bit of Stilton, don't you? Yeah, I love it. Never been put off by the mould. Nope. Scrape mould off I'm the top of the jam. Mold. You go, you know, when you go to you go to an old person's house, there's usually a little bit of mould on top of the jam. You scrape it off, you spread your toast. Uh, James, I'm, I'm kicking you out, mate. You're not having any of it. Me and Pat are going to share this round of applause. Are you comfortable with oh, that? Oh, that's painful. Oh, well, you've got, you, you've got to take your chances, James. Uh, apologies. Pat, are you ready for this? I am indeed. It's got to do with a shortage of predators as well, but, but you, you, I think, obviously, with your qualifications via your daughter, you get two-thirds of the following round of applause. I'm going to keep a third of it. Thank you very much, James. Thank you very much. 27 minutes after 12, you're listening to Mystery Hour. Dave's in Kingston. Dave, question or answer? Um, it's a question. You're not. I thought it's there was an experiment uh, in the background going on to test how fast you have to go to avoid being seen by a speed camera, but I, I must be mistaken. What is your question? Where does the um, term swan song come from? Does swan sing when, they par- when their partner dies? Um... I've never heard one, but then I've never been there when one's... You've never been there at the crucial moment. I I don't know where I got that from. It's probably nonsense, so I'll pretend I never said it out loud. But if it turns out to be true, I'll claim all the credit for the correct answer. Where does the saying swan song come from? Why is the alphabet in the order that it is in? How fast do you have to go to avoid a speed camera? And that's a lot, actually. We're we're, we're ticking them off. It's 12.28 now. We've got Wayne in Basel. Hello, mate. Where have you been? Hello, mate. Uh, working, working hard. Well, you, you, you used to be a regular on Mystery Hour. You used to boast weekly about how many rounds of applause you've received. I don't think I've spoken to you for about six months. I know, I'm a, I'm a dad now, mate, aren't I? She's nearly a year old, you know. I know she is. Where does it go, Wayne? Where does, how's she getting uh, on? She's listening downstairs, so this will be freaking her out. Uh, yes, it will be. <laughs> and also, it sounds like you're in the bathroom. The phone line's not great. Question or answer? That's an answer. Carry on. Um, the speed camera question. Yeah. Um, 172 mile an hour. Shut the front door. They did it on uh, Top Gear. Really? Yeah, what they did was they set up a gas hole on their runway and they got progressively faster cars 
to um, go through the camera until they could um, actually work out which car or which speed it would be to get through a camera. And it was 172. I'm going to tell you words for it because I know you and you're a very trustworthy gentleman. Although if this turns out to be untrue, I will never, ever speak to you again. Just, just watch Dave. It'll be on there at some point. You're right. They come around like clockwork, don't they, with absolute regularity. I don't need to. I'm going to give you a round of applause for Wayne. Thank you very much. Oh, well done. Coming up to half past 12, you're listening to Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC. So you're ticking them off, actually. That's too specific to be wrong. If you ever want to tell someone a convincing lie, make it really specific. It's about 180 miles an hour. I'd have gone, yeah, get lost. It's 172 miles per hour, James. OK, round of applause. Uh, what's the origin of the phrase swan song? Why is the alphabet in the order that it is in? And don't say alphabetical order, obviously. Um, and any other questions that you want to add to the mix after this? Eleanor Noakes. Mystery Hour with James O'Brien on LBC. It's 12.35. You're listening to Mystery Hour. A couple of questions still need answers. Origins of that phrase, swan song, to describe a sort of valedictory performance, a farewell. Um, and why is the alphabet in alphabetical order? <laughs> why is the alphabet in the, in the order that it's in? Is there any reason, any rhyme or reason to it? 03456060973. Room for more questions as well. Monica's in Greenwich. Monica, question or answer? It's a question. Carry on. Um, if you're in a coma, do you still have bowel movements and do you still menstruate? God, I don't know about menstruation, um, but you definitely still have bodily functions. My question was basically around mis- menstruation because that's what me and my partner were, were, were talking about. What, what, how the hell did this come up? We, we were talking about what do people in third world countries use if they can't afford, you know, their products. Well, sanitary products, yes. Cloths, same thing we they used before. They were invented, cotton wool or, or, or just rags and cloth. But how did you move on to comas? Then I thought, well, if they're in a coma, who changes them if they do, you know? Well, the nurses do. The same, the, same, the same people that have to change colostomy bags and catheters and bedding and, and, and give, give, give bed baths and all that sort of yeah, thing. It'd be quite a, a horrific job to do. Like, no, I, you know, don't, I don't quite. I, this is. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't want to have a long conversation about this, really? Monica. What, what else do you and your partner talk about when you're out on date night? All sorts of things. Yeah. That's Friday date night. Oh, all right. Well, I, I'm going to say yes and take a round of applause. You're going to answer the question. I have. Yes, they do. Well, that's not really fair, is it? No. Okay. All right. All, all right. right. Carry on. They, actually, they probably okay. don't. Actually, because because. The, the sort of, oh, but anyway, round of applause. No, 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 no. I thought you were asking about urination. I didn't know you were asking about menstruation. It's a much more I'm tricky sorry. question to. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, this this one's not going to get on the British Airways special in-flight entertainment podcast, is it? Forty-four million people now have access to Mistrow since we signed a deal with British Airways. You could have been one of them. You could have, you could have been, but you're, you're never going to get on with a question like that where people are flying over the Atlantic. They don't want to be thinking about this sort of thing. Sorry. It's all right. Sam, Sam's in Liverpool. Sam, question or answer? All right, mate. How's it going? Not great, mate, to be honest with you. Not great at all. Carry on. Um, well, this, is, this show is going great. I enjoy it anyway. Oh, you're very um, cool. Makes one of us. I was calling it. <laughs> I was calling in about the alphabet question. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, well, alphabet of course, comes from the Greek, alpha and beta. Yes. And that's where we get most of our letters from, is from the Greek language. Uh, and the Greeks took on letters uh, from their invasion. So Alexander the Great got the X that we have in our language. That comes from his invasions into Persia. And uh, these letters, you know, they're 
but know, the shapes the that we use are Arabic. The, 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 I mean, we don't use yes. the alpha symbols or, or the omega oh, that, or that anything in between. Yeah, that comes from the Phoenician. But why are they in the order that they're in? Why do we say words as they are? They're, they come in an order that... Yeah, but why? But why, Sam? Why? You don't have any children, do you? Well, I can tell. Yeah, why? Is. Why? <laughs> There's always a why. Um, well, that's at the end as well, I guess. But that's... It, I mean, these... They were old Greek letters, and then the Romans had more letters because their culture was based on Greek culture, and we took on the Roman culture, and they adapted those letters. That's why you've explained the alphabet's presence in modern yeah. culture, but you haven't spent you haven't explained the, the, the basic order of the letters. Yes, because they come from ancient languages. But why did they order them in that order? Because the people before that did. Why? Did yeah, and why did they? Did language come from? Where did language come from? I mean, it's it's. It's gradual, like, what is most easy to say and how you're going to write that down. And eventually, the nearest approximation I'm giving is the Greeks because we took a lot of letters from them. But that was the order that they'd come up with from people who'd written long before them as well. I mean, human history... So, as a young man, clearly, possessed of, a, of an inquiring mind, you seem... And I can't really criticise you for this, seeing as I suffer from the same condition myself. You're struggling to say the words, I don't know, James. Um, no, I think that's a good estimation. Yeah, well, but you funny. don't know. Well, why are they in the order they're in? I don't know. I know some of it. No. Some of it. Do you? Why does Gamma come after Beta? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's 12.39. Jason Stevenage. Jay, question or answer? Uh, it's a question. Go on. Uh, right, so in rush hour in London, mm. on the Tube Network... Yeah. How many trains are on the entire network? Why, 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 why do you want to know? I don't know. It just fascinates me. I lived, like, I lived in London for quite a few years, and I just never known how many trains were running all at once. How many trains were running at, uh, at a busy time on the London? I quite like that actually. Uh, yeah. It should be quite easy to find out. Someone will know. I've been to the control room actually years ago when I had to go in a in a simulator and I sat in the front of a carriage as well. It's really you'd love it actually with your interest in the issue what's surprising when you're down there and you can see because the headlights are on the front of the train is how many yeah. tunnels there are they're all sort of flying off in different directions oh really yeah you wouldn't believe it because when you're in the passenger bit in the carriage you just feel like you're going through a dark tunnel and there's nothing else to see and you get the occasional glimpse of maybe a light down one side but there's loads of different sort of bits and bobs and do you know what else i saw jay while you're here Go on. come on pull up a chair mate you're gonna like this <laughs> I saw the tunnels that were used during the Blitz as bomb shelters, and because they haven't been uh, accessed since, there's still chalk marks on the wall uh, telling you what direction to go and, and, and where to put your bedding and stuff like that. Did you actually drive a train down there? I, did, I didn't drive the train. I was in the front of the train with someone else driving, and I had to go in the simulation carriage. But I thought the Blitz stuff was more interesting. You're, you're more of an engine. Yeah. Your enthusiasm is more engine-based than history-based, I'm beginning to realise. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not a training guy at all. It just if <laughs> I, I don't, I don't go down with my little book. It just happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out how many there are. Jay is in. That's two Jays. What are the odds on that? Two Jays. Oh, tell me about it. Jay and Jane Stephen. It's Jane Romford. Jane Romford. What have you got for me? Stuart's inquiry, James. Go on then. It's the alphabet. You can't. You can't have a Stuart's inquiry because I haven't given out a round of applause yet. Oh, all right. Well. Uh, a correction, then. Carry on. Um, the guy, yeah, he's right in saying that uh, the Phoenician alphabet and the Greeks and whatnot, but it was uh, only been rearranged in alphabetical order since medieval times, so it's relatively recent. 
concept that they picked up. Um, basically, what they done, they got all the words at the beginning with A, B, and so on, and they listed it all down. And uh, it's well, to cut a long story short, it's always been like that, and that's always been they've been done that like that. And it's only since the advent of printing where they've strictly bring in bring it into ABC order or alphabetic order. Uh, that makes sense. Of course, it does. Actually, before the written word was was common, we didn't really need to have a formalised alphabet. But I'm not clear on why they ended up in the order they ended up in. It's one of those things. It's just always been like that. No, mate. No, 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 no. You, I mean, it's got to be more than that. Why? It can't always have been like that because there must have been a point when it wasn't like that, and suddenly it was. True. True. I suppose it's. They just wanted to put it all it's, it's probably like, lost in the mists of time. It's probably unknowable, yeah. but but you can't say it's always been like that because it, it categorically and, and demonstrably hasn't. True, true. All right, I'll uh, I'll I'll take this one as the defeat then. It's not a defeat. I think of it more as, as as we're all on a journey together, but we just went down a wrong turning. Yeah. Okay. That sounds. Good. And and you led us down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While boasting about how brilliant you were at navigating. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Cheers. My day you go, J2. Jason, that's three J's in a row. This is getting ridiculous. I feel like an ornithologist. Jason's in Herne Bay. Jason, question or answer? Hello, mate. It's a, it's a question. Um, it's a lunchtime light version of the coma question. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Do you, can you yawn when you're sleeping? No. No. Correct. For sure? Absolutely certain. Go on, then. Explain. What? Explain. Well... A yawn is is well, I don't know why, but I've I've watched a lot of sleeping people, well, and none of them have ever yawned. Why? What? <laughs> I've never been bothered to sit up and wait, so I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, you can't. But uh, why? Well, no, because we have. Hang on. In the past, on Mystery Hour, we've done. Why do you yawn? And and the answer is something to do with bringing in it's more oxygen and feeling relaxed. No, it's not that, just yeah. that. It's getting more oxygen than usual into your system because you're tired and and you need it. Do you see what I mean? So it's a way of getting a bit more temporarily like a little energy boost. Uh-huh. And if you're asleep, you wouldn't need one. Uh, it depends. Yeah, all right. It depends if you're, you're, you're flapping your arms around in your sleep, I suppose. Yeah, you're still pretty chilled. <laughs> Even if you're flapping your arms around, it's not like you've got a full-on, alive, <laughs> conscious business okay. to assist that. I, I, I'm gonna, I, look, what I'm going to do... I'm going to take a round of applause for that because I'm greedy and I'm a show-off, all right? To be completely mm -hmm. honest, cards on the table. And also because it just sort of ups the ante a little bit in case I've got it wrong. It just prompts people to... They get more pleasure yeah, 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 out of making me look like an idiot than they would out of simply getting a round of applause. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Carry on. 12.45 is the time. Already is the time. You're listening to James O'Brien on LBC. Mystery Hour continues. How many trains are there on the tube network? We had um, Nick had Mike Brown in yesterday, didn't he? The head of transport for London all the day before, and um, he'd have known. He's a very impressive man, Mike Brown, actually, I have to say. Origin of the phrase swan song, as in the sort of farewell performance. And why is the alphabet in alphabetical order? I don't think that question has an answer, personally. I think we're realising that together, but looking is fun. Uh, and there's room for a couple more if you're quick. 03456060973. Raf is in West Norwood. Question or answer, Raf? It's an answer, James. Are you sure? Yep. Go on, then. It might make you a bit chuffed. It's about the swan song. Might make me a bit what? Chuffed. Why? Well, because you said it might have something to do with swan singing, and it has. Go on, then. Well, no, I don't think I win any prizes for saying that a swan song might have something to do with a swan singing, Raph. Well, swans aren't known for singing, though. They aren't, especially not in this country, where most of them are mute. 
exactly. Like racists on my Twitter feed. Carry on. It goes back to the 3rd century. It's Greek. It's Greek mythology, as a, a lot of things are. It was Apollo's favourite bird, and I think they attributed the singing to it because it, it's such a beautiful animal. Have you looked and this up? No, no. I like um, Greek uh, history. So basically, the swan is supposed to do a beautiful song before it dies. And in Aesop's fable, there's a fable called The Swan and the Goose. Yes, I know that. And that's where they yeah. they caught a goose and he proved they thought it was a goose, but it was actually a swan, and they proved it was a swan when it started singing. Yeah, before they had to kill it. <sighs> Qualifications? Um, I love Greek history. I answered the one about the lions in Greece as well, ages ago. Hang on. I don't know why, mate. I'm, I'm feeling a bit untrustworthy today. Or untru- oh, untrusting. See, I've just looked up the Wikipedia page, and it gives all the details you've just given in exactly the order you just gave them. Um, what else? What other order would you like? Well, the order that hasn't just been lifted wholesale off Wikipedia. I didn't uh, look on the Wikipedia page. There's not much more to it, to be with you. Why'd you bring Aesop into it? Because that's the, that's the one that proves that the swan sings, because he's about to kill it. I'm going to give, I'm going to give you a round of applause, Raph, but... Well, no, I'm going to give you a round of applause, Raph, but I, I, I tell you, mate, if I was your teacher, I'd be keeping a very close eye on you, and you'd probably have to move your desk to the front of the class. Oh, no, I don't want a 50 round of applause. I want to be believed wholeheartedly or not. Well, really. I don't, I, I, I just, it's too much of a... Why do you, I just, when you brought Aesop into it, I got suspicious. Why would you bring Aesop into it? Because that's the most... And where did you get third from. century from, as well? Where did you get third century from? Because that was where, it, where the Apollo was based around. That's when the whole myth started. There was previous... So, go, go on anyway. If it's a 51, I, I don't want it. Unless what? I'm believed, you know what I mean, then, then I, I'd, I'd rather not take it and... I mean, I, I mean, Apollo wasn't around in the 3rd century BC. Apollo is a, is, a, is, a, is a god that was invented by human beings. Yeah, but it wasn't until last Right, vote. We're going to have a show of hands. There's four... Yeah. Wait there, stay there, Raph. There's four people in the studio. If you get a unanimous show of hands that you'll believe, you can have it. Otherwise, I'm keeping it, all right? Yeah, fine. All right, hands up if you believe him. Guess how many you got. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know how many I get. Guess. Have a guess. Um, I can't. Right, see, see what happens when you can't look stuff up on Wikipedia? You haven't got a Scooby-Doo. Uh, you didn't even get a finger. It's 12.54. Paul's in Stowmarket. Lovely part of the world. Paul, question or answer? Um, I believe I've got an answer. Go, go. To the what one? Alphabet. Really? Yep. Go on, then. I believe it's an educated guess. That's all to do with phonetics. Did you just use the phrase educated guess? Yes. Barry's in Barnhurst. Barry, question or answer? Answer to your swan song question. Yes. Right, um... No, no, hang on, the last... He got it right, the last bloke, he just looked it up on Wikipedia. Oh, well, I didn't look this one up, I did know it. <laughs> well, no, you go on then, because we've got to give someone the round of applause. Right, um, the most common swan in the country is the mute swan. Correct. And that one doesn't... It makes noises, but it, it has no song. And common folklore had it that the only time it ever sang was just before it died. And, um, and then most people did, that's why you really... And it, and it does actually start, that myth started in ancient Greece, and the, the swan is sacred to Apollo, and it also... Did you know it pops up in Aesop's Fables, the story of the swan and the goose, Barry? I bet that's on Wikipedia. <laughs> 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 Round of applause for Baza! <laughs> well played, Barry. Greg's in Wandsworth. Greg, question or answer? Question, please, Yes, go on. 
on an English football pitch, yes, at the edge of a goalkeeper's 18-yard box, it has a semicircle. Oh, I know this. What is the point? No, of so, that? So, 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 just ask it really slowly. What, what's the point? No, of but slowly, because I'm trying to think of the answer. Ask it slowly. I've got some phone lines free, actually, if you want to dive in quickly. I need a couple of answers. Uh, <laughs> Start again, Greg, even slower than usual. Okay, James. On the, on the edge of a UK-English football pitch, yeah. a semicircle at the edge of the 18-yard box, what is the purpose? Because I don't think a goalkeeper can handball in that park, can they? No, but I don't think players are allowed into it when a penalty is being taken. Oh, okay. I think that makes sense, actually. Am I going to get away with that? I think so. I think that is the answer. But I I, I mean, you say qualifications, I say I just got it somewhere. Have we got another answer on this one? Uh, Albert's in Croydon. Stay there, Greg. Albert, question or answer? Uh, It's an answer, James. Go go on, Albert. For the football question, the the reason for the uh, arc on the edge of the penalty box is so that you maintain... um, a certain distance from the penalty spot. So when you're taking a penalty, yeah, on that arc, so they maintain. Uh, I forget what this is. Twelve meters. Doesn't matter. It so it's so that the person, that the people not taking the penalty, can't be too near the ball. Absolutely. So I got it right. And what are your qualifications? I, I have to play a lot of football, mate. There you go, Greg. How about that, mate? Perfect. There you go. Round of applause. Give it to Albert. Give it to Albert. Seriously, no. Give it all to. I don't. No, I do not want it, Albert. You take it all. All right. There you go. Has he gone? Can I have mine now? 12.57 is the time, and uh, questions that we didn't get answers to. I thought we would do the, the tube train. How many tube trains are on? Let's Hang on, let's squeeze in Ian in Dartford. Ian, question or answer? Uh, uh, hello, James, how are you? You all right? Yeah, I'm great. What's on your mind? Right, uh, how is sound kept on a record, or like a CD? Not how well, no, you can't have both. They're two very different processes. No, no, listen, let me finish. All right. right. Not how did it get there, Yeah. what keeps it there? Like, if you put something somewhere, you have to contain it. Yeah. But what stops it from going? Well, Come on, it's a fair one. It, what? So, so what keeps the sound inside your CD? Yeah. Or a record. What stops it Stop. like, from disappearing? Well, but you mean as if, as, if it, as if it would sort of fade out eventually over time? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Come on, it's a fair question, it's, you know, it, it's, just admit it. It, 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 it. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a question on, on many, many levels. Right. Almost all of them absurd. Are you going to try and get me an answer? They, they, but they, it, 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 the question doesn't make sense. It, the, the record, it, it, the, the, it scratches. I've been to you for three hours today. You just got it on you. Are you going to get me an answer or not? No, I, can't, I can't. I'm out of time. Come on. I'm out, I can't, Ian. I can't. I'm out of time. Oh. Pardon? Well, I can't do it tomorrow. There's no mystery out tomorrow. Also, don't come on here making in sort of indeterminate grunting noises. Sorry. Sorry. All right. All right. Mark's out of ten for today's show? Yeah, it was a great show today. Go on, then. Uh, what, what, what did you just say, sorry? Mark's out of ten. What, for today's show? Yeah. Uh, well, you would have got ten out of ten if, like, you'd uh, accepted my uh, question. Yeah. But I'll give you eleven. <laughs> Sit for another day. Ah, and we can park the surrealism and return to reality. I'm James O'Brien. This is LBC. Sheila Fogarty's next.